What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. This is your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And it's Brandy. Oh, nothing from Brandy what? today? I didn't because CJ just like really killed my vibe earlier by calling me a bitch, basically. So <laughs> I decided not to be so I extra. I didn't call you a bitch. Yeah. I said that you have bitchy tendencies. That's you know, different. so is your mom, but I don't say anything. So that's fine. Um, hi, I love you, Brandy. I love you. <laughs> anyway, um, so we have two awesome guests back on our show today. I know we were with them two weeks ago, but Damian Nova is back, and so is Chris Aren't you sick of me? No, we're not sick of you. We're not sick of you. I don't know. Chris might be. He just left. Chris so. might be. Yeah, he just bounced. Thank like you, the <laughs> Just funny. No, no, my 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 flush came. Baggy pumpkins, uh, come back. Nothing. That's a great baggy name, pumpkins. by the way. I, like, really, really love it. Not baggy pumpkins. Baggy pumpkins in this bitch, and I got my slush. Can I give you this? That ring? I don't know. <laughs> I ain't a rapper. Thanks for thanks for giving up. <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. Thanks for giving up. Um, anyway, so we wanted to come back because if you listen to our last episodes, which is, which was I think episode sixty, with them two, um, we ended the episode talking about Justin Timberfake and our mutual hate for him. <laughs> it's, are you okay, Chris? Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> Little and not hate, dislike, strong dislike, a smidgen of hate. Yeah, I'll splash <laughs> just a hate. I I know that everybody wanted to say something about a shake it. Shake of hate. Uh, <laughs> shake. Hate. Just a shake. A shake of hate. Just a, a sprinkle. Like I know we have mentioned Justin Timber fake because that's what we call him several times throughout our career. At the rest of the short <laughs> podcast, but he, I mean, you know, he's had good songs that we all enjoyed in the nineties. I'm no. sure dance too. Um, he said no. <laughs> Maybe not said, all well, of us. <laughs> Don't speak for me. <laughs> he said no, sir. No, no, sir. Brandy, there's a there's a video of you dancing very hard to to pop <laughs> back in the day. Oh, what are you yeah. talking about? Just like yeah. I probably choreographed that. So what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly, exactly. If it's pop, I was there for it. So yes, it was like the three of us yeah. working on that together. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but so who wants to go? What what is the issue that we have with Justin Timberfake, other than the fact that he's appropriated a lot of our shit? Now we're and, not just sticking to him because we're opening the floor. Yeah, we're gonna open the floor, but I just felt like I remember Damien being like, I have so much to say. Like he wanted to go in. So, you okay. know, you want to take well, the forefront, go right ahead. I'm listening. I'm good, man. The wine has kicked in. Yes, wine. This whole bottle has kicked in. Yes. Um. So, okay, look, the, <laughs> the dude, listen, he's talented. That's not yes. the question. Right, right. Okay. We will, I will never take away the dude's ability. Yeah, obviously he can sing. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I mean, I said he's talented. So, listen, listen, don't don't overshoot my compliment here. I'm saying uh, I'm gonna let you talk. Let me shut up. Let me shut up. <laughs> what did CJ say? Let me shut up. Let me shut up. I want to hear this because I know Damien was heated last time. Well, I, I, I will never say that again. 
<laughs> Enjoy it, David. Enjoy it. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> but he, my issue is that just like sort of a lot of those kids from that era, um, they had to morph accordingly. I think the only one that didn't was Britney Spears. I think Britney Spears kind of stuck it's to safe. her formula. Okay. Um, and she was like, this, this is my lane. I'm going to stick to my lane. Whereas Justin Timberfake or Justin Fakerfake, um, like I like to call him. Um, yeah, doubled it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, faker, faker, faker. Justin, Justin oh, Nilla shake. Oh, no. Was, oh, my God. So many. He was, <laughs> he was just very, he was very much a product of the era because this one producer Mm-hmm. was sort of producing all of these acts, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, uh, you know, it, it, and I think he, he kind of started with Wild Orchid, you know, and Wild Orchid. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, Wild did Orchid he, was. Did he also do Eden's Crush? Not sure. Okay. I'm 100% sure about Wild Orchid. Okay. Because. It was, it was Luke Perlman, right? Or. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, and uh, uh, J.C. Chavez wrote a lot of the, the material for Wild Orchid. Mm-hmm. They remember. I mean, it's all, it's all, <laughs> <laughs> it's all together, right? Right. So right. Um, with Wild Orchid, to take it a step back, mm-hmm. with Wild Orchid, we saw like, okay, these white girls can sing as a unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when forced to sort of be the white girls they were, it didn't work. Oh, so yeah. they had to black it up. And a couple songs that were shopped to people like Patti LaBelle and the Pointer Sisters and a, a, a lot of Black artists were given to Wild Orchid. Mm-hmm. Their main hit, Talk To Me, was supposed to be a Patti LaBelle song. Ooh, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and Patti didn't want it, which she she tends to do that. She did that with Nobody's Supposed to Be Here as well. I heard that um, one. I know that one. Yeah, yeah um, but... Uh, Patty will no, turn Patty. down a hit real quick. I don't know what, what her problem is. Um, she a diva. But, she an old school okay. diva. Fine. But, <laughs> but the, 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 the blacking them up thing mm-hmm. sort of kind of, it was like, okay, but the black community was still not feeling it. It was like, okay, we see, we see that they're white girls and they're the whitest of white girls. For they're sure. white. They're white. And at the time, we still had Backstreet Boys that had just sort of popped off. Mm-hmm. And Backstreet Boys wasn't trying to do a black thing. It was very super pop. You know, it was that it Michael was. Jackson, just, we're going to pop and Paula Abdul. We're going to give you as much pop as possible. Right. And <clears throat> we, we liked it. But then it was like, okay, but the black community isn't buying it yet. Because the black mm-hmm. community still wasn't feeling this whole white people can sing thing. I mean, we love John B for <laughs> a moment. We did. I mean, it was a moment. I mean, it was really I a moment. I still listen to some of his old stuff. I still do. <laughs> He's still trying to okay live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like John B was on BET for like a month and that was mm-hmm. it. That's it. Oh, That's it. That's song. all we get on. That thin, that, <laughs> that thin pencil beard. Oh my gosh, yeah. that pencil. That's all we do. I mean, we we give them we give them a lot at first, mm-hmm. and then they think mm. that they are a part of the community. So that part they For can sure. re, they relate mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to our music because it speaks to their soul or whatever bullshit they feed you. Right. But the thing is, is the thing is, is this: Justin Timberlake is the zenith. He is the zenith of everything pre-mentioned of of Wild Orchid of. Uh, John B., uh, Backstreet Boys, he is the zenith of it. Meaning Mm -hmm. that he not only said, okay, I'm going to sing your music, Usher. Mm -hmm. I am going to act like I am a part of the experience. That's true. To the point where I think think the the part that fucks with me the most, and it it, it has mostly to do with us's, Mm -hmm. is the way he treated Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah. um, the fact that we were okay with it, the fact that we let him do that to her and mm-hmm. let um, feedback flop and discipline flop. And we, we let that entire album, that entire body of work mm-hmm. flop because she was a pariah to the industry because of something that he was a part of. Yet we went out and bought sexy back. My so brain, <laughs> my brain cannot process that and it's not just it's not his fault at this point it's sort of like it's sort of like Kanye West at this point he has fed we have fed him so much and I'm saying we as us is mm-hmm. but we have fed him so much that there is no clear un, there's no line there's no clear line of what what is real and what isn't I think he finally said okay I'm white right mm-hmm. <laughs> and made <laughs> made a completely white pop album. Right. And the black people were like, nah, bitch. <laughs> what this is this man it. in the woods situation? <laughs> this ain't it. Even though, even though to me, mm-hmm. it's his best project only because it feels authentic. It does not feel like. Does it feel authentic though? Because it, I felt well, like he was trying to grab like the attention of the other half that he's been missing and to capitalize on it. That's how I felt. There's no way with that song selection, girl. But he don't know any better. No, here's the, here's the thing. Timberland has his hand up his ass. Listen, for so long. That when he finally took it out, because Timberland will take his hand out your ass real quick. Aaliyah's dead. He doesn't have his muse anymore. So right. he keeps putting his hand up these motherfuckers' asses and him and Nelly Furtado and all these other motherfuckers. She's another one. But the <laughs> and and he does that and then he's like, okay, well, the black community ain't really feeling you no more. So I'm gonna take my hand back. Which I thought was weird because he was all in the studio with him. Like, from what I understood, Pharrell wasn't heavy on this album. Like he normally is with Justin, because mm-hmm. Pharrell sure. and Timbo be on it, but Timbo was heavy on Man in the Woods. So, and I think it was his push to have him do that song with Migos or whoever he was with. Mm-hmm. Supplies was awful. It was so fucking awful. Like- Timbaland, no, it's bad. Don't get me wrong, it's bad, but it's authentic in the sense of it sounds like he's trying to be himself. It doesn't sound like he's trying to be Usher. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. like he's trying to be. Whoever uh, Chris Brown, it doesn't sound like he's mm-hmm. trying to be Maxwell or anybody like he else. He's imitating. Uh, it sounds like he had the final say so on each. That's song. right. We're That's right. Adding this. That's right. And you know what's funny? He, it's trash. And the fact that we, the fact that he had the, it sounds like he had the final say so means, what have we been supporting? What have we created? Because at oh, this yeah. point, if he had the final say so on this project. 
because his first project won none but Michael Jackson throwaways. Of course. Because it was it, the, it was throwaways. <laughs> it was though. It's it not a lie. It's the it truth. Was. Tim and all these producers. Face. I love watching D. <laughs> they were fucking, they were like, yeah, let's Michael wasn't Jackson. Michael Jackson was like, nah, I'm dead. Huh? I said, wasn't Take Me Now with Janet or whatever that song was called? I don't know what it's called, but I remember the uh, chorus. Yeah, said, I think it was supposed Take to be a now. duet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, but it's like the people, to me, the people that have created Justin Timberlake people like Janet and people like Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like he he cares as long as the cameras are on but once those cameras are off baby it that just part. feels very well, white yeah that's that part. that's very the he part. was on Twitter all lives mattering us and I was like I'm already salty baby I was I was so young when that um uh Super Bowl incident happened I remember we were just shocked yeah I was just gonna ask anybody remember what year that was because I feel like I was really young too boobs on TV boobs on TV that was like 2005 or six was it yeah was it that late was it after it was was way before I'm gonna look it up y'all keep going I'm gonna look it up it was after it was after we graduated high school because I remember was it really I swear I thought it was earlier it was like 2005 or six I yeah I thought it was in Japan when it happened too no. But it all oh, it was exactly the year you guys graduated, 2004. Okay, okay. so we, I knew we were in class. Yeah. But they shut that shit down. It was so bizarre. It was like, they both planned it. It was clearly something that was staged. Janet Jackson has had has never had a problem with her sexuality. And, and the thing never. is, I knew it was never. a planned thing because she didn't pull away at all. She didn't flinch, no. she didn't pull away, she didn't, none of that happened. And she had on a pasty. It's not like her and the full pasty was <sighs> She It was a full costume, it was a full thing. And they were talking about, oh, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, function. Yeah. Malfunction. Yeah. And that because it was, it was the perfect joke. little cutlet too. I was yeah, like, I'm just like, no, anything. no, no. I've I never ripped anything in such like a perfect way. Which I don't understand. Nobody had a problem with Lil' Kim with her little shell pasty up on stage. It wasn't the Super Bowl. No, that's yeah, true. Yeah, the Super Bowl's a lot of kids involved and people get sensitive. No, no, let's not do that whole kid thing. I mean, thing. because I be, the cheerleaders... Well, it's just a question. It's, it's, it's a family that's event. It's a family right. event. And that's, that's the excuse that they're going to use yeah. for why they're so upset about it. That's like yeah, a it's like having Madonna on there coming out with in full satanic pagan... Like, and is that like, when she had all those guys too? Like she, she yeah. came into mm-hmm. this thing. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, she sure did. She, sure she did. said that ritual. Off, but baby. so here's the thing. That, I mean, because I agree with what Damien was saying about his "Man in the Woods" man. album being like, if he had the final say on it, that means that all of his other shit was not him, right? It's not. It means. Like Although Damien's higher, right, higher his artistry him. is probably trash because nobody, uh, nobody would really be into it. There might be some JT fans out there that are like push and shove, gonna be for yeah. him forever. You know, all those people, I, I totally get that. But for people like us who listen to songs because we like it and not just because of the artists and shit like that, okay. I would, you know, it makes a huge difference. Now that you think about it, you're like, well, then if he was by himself, if he, if he was in this era and have to start from scratch with right. no Timbaland, no Pharrell, he wouldn't fucking make it. He, would he was not executive make it. producer on Man in the Woods. So if <laughs> he wouldn't if make it. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. It's yes. like I wasn't listening to Justin Timberlake being dancing to his music and being like, damn, like 
like Justin Timberlake is so thought provoking. And you, you know, like, but, but people that I did do that with like and spend time with and digesting is like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, like you listen to Michael Jackson, you know, and you hear it and you want to dance with it and you want to like understand shit and you want to be like, I wonder what he was thinking, even though he probably only wrote like a quarter of that lyric anyway right. with Quincy Jones, you know? I mean, Michael Jackson was writing some of his shit too, but like also, Quincy didn't, didn't last do that. very long, by the way. You didn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't with Justin Timberlake, though. You weren't, like, digesting it as if you were listening to Michael Jackson. Which, we of were. course, you're getting... Yeah, I wasn't yeah. even, though, but I don't... But was the rest of the world, were the rest of the world, like, yes. I want to get yes. to know Michael... Really? Yeah. Yes. Because I think... Because... River was so deep for everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. You know all... So listen. Oh, listen. Child. If you Jeez. look up Cry Me the River and put just the word theory behind it or any of his songs and put theory behind it, there will be so many articles of yep. people trying to dissect what that was and how he said it wasn't Britney, but we all know who it is and all that's, this other stuff. You know stuff. what? And that's what I couldn't get with because it was already bad what you did to Janet, but let's take it back to my girl, Brit Brit. You were a total fucking asshole after that breakup because you was putting all her business out there. You were slut shaming before we were- He said she gave it up, so I took it. I remember that. Yeah, he was being a complete (laughs) dick. Like when they had even asked him, they were like, well, Brittany's still claiming that, you know, y'all ain't do nothing like that. And he basically looked at the camera like, bitch, come on. And I'm like, we knew that shit. But you weren't spe- you weren't supposed to be a petty bitch and say that shit. But, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's also just human. So you got to remember that he's going to be petty, whether you, you know. No, what I mean. because there's other people in the industry that have had. I understand that. I think that they have and, a and they the, were not a higher thing you gotta like uphold yourself to. But you know, when you have that much influence, I get it. It's the same reason why we don't want people who are up there in the government saying stupid shit for other people to follow you know what that I just think he got to a stage way too early where even him saying that stuff about her where he became almost invincible too early yeah it's rich white boy privilege so it's like I can stay and do what I want I can sell these women out I can sell these stadiums out while I'm selling other people out (laughs) and nobody's really batting eye even when he pulled that bullshit on Twitter with kind of it's all lives mattering and when somebody tried to come back to him and be like, hey, I like your music, but this is what they're saying, and you still acting like a bitch about it. <laughs> or you shutting down your comments recently. Amanda Seals called his ass out. No, no, open up them comments up. Because just like we go back and forth, or we go to bat for ours, use that same energy, because whether you want to admit it or not, you are using a part of something you did not grow up in, you're not yeah. a kid, as a, a, to catapult you. And then to me, the people around you that are us's, are just as much to blame. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. I think what, what's, the, what's the little boy's name? What's what's the other what's the other one? Uh Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay, mm-hmm. so Justin Bieber is a prime example of it being unsuccessful. The the because he he was thrust in it so early. Like mm-hmm. Justin had had he had to be white for a while, but Justin Bieber yes. had to be black immediately. And That's the funny thing that's <laughs> Yeah, and the funny because he was playing the blues when he was yes. ten, you know. So when when he, all the black boys picked him up and said, "We are going to push you out here, and we are going to make you the next Usher," and and, and Usher took him under his wing too. Mm-hmm. And it's I heard like we Justin just and Usher were fighting to be his manager. Yep. Ciao. I was not. Anyway, surprised. so the the 
But the, what happened was we saw what would happen to somebody like Justin Timberlake if he was younger. Mm-hmm. And if and we saw it crumble fast. Like it was like it was like within four years. Like it was just like hit, 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 hit. Nigger, 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 nigger. It's like <laughs> wait, stop. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like it it fell hard, boy. Like it was it was like, okay. I I mean I don't I couldn't name you a Justin Bieber song. Like I right now. Um, I could name I like two. I was gonna say I can name it in. I got the Purpose album and it was bomb. And do you know why really? it was bomb? I'll t- first of all, the Purpose album flat because of what Damien said earlier. Somebody black in the black, black, black had that hand up that ass because from start to finish that album was bomb. But the fact that you had features like Big Sean and Nas, I'm listening to one song. I was like, is this Nas? Nas. Well, that yeah, Nas. that definitely. Well, Nas will make a check now. Don't. Oh, don't he sure me. will. Nas is like Snoop. I was like, what are you? What? <laughs> I'm bomb. not. I'm not mad at the paper bagging either. No, all. I'm not no. because you gotta go get you, go get it, boo boo. Go no. get it. And most, like and most of the time, in, in production, like, in like, production, they're going right? in the studio. They're yeah. going in the studio without any. A lot of them go in there without any inclination. A good example of it is Snoop and Buttons, mm-hmm. um, and with Pussycat Dolls. He was like, okay, y'all want me to write a track of a, 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 just a, a verse? And he's, right, they were right. like, yeah, just write a verse. And it was all sort of cagey. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, okay, who am I? What is this for? Mm-hmm. You know, and then they told him sort of the premise. And he was like, all right, whatever. And they paid him. Right. Then he had to go back in the studio after he found out that it was the Pussycat Dolls. There are two versions of that. Mm-hmm. There's one version where he does not name them. And then there's another version where he names them at the end of his verse. Ooh. And it's like... It's like, oh, you didn't know you were doing this. <laughs> you did not know. And when they wow. won that video music award, he did not get up there with them. <laughs> he sure didn't. Wow. You right. He sure did not. <laughs> he sat there and looked at them like. But I barely remember all the pussy cat dolls. Like, I can, you know what it is. I'm, I'm with Brandy on like catching a bop. Like, I can appreciate catching a bop, even if it doesn't have that much substance to the lyrics if I'm at the club or just you know chilling or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, I do sure. because if you if mm-hmm. you think about it there's plenty of songs like that even like because Michael don't... Jackson has done it yeah he's okay. done it I need songs I can turn my brain off to I don't yeah. want to sure. cry I just need some dumb shit give me the dumb yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> but I also I also agree that you can't just make that shit either not all the time. Not all the time. Not all the time. Here, I have a question. So how do you all feel about, these are two opposites, but same premises, uh, Robin Thicke and Eminem? Because I feel it's some type of way about both of them as well. Robin Thicke is absolutely the adult version of, of JT. What we, yeah, well, more, yeah. more Justin Bieber, um, Justin actually, Bieber? Okay. to me, because mm-hmm. Robin Thicke grew up in privilege. Absolutely. He has had he's had no other <coughs> sort of by the way i can't stand his voice so that's he stinks of it too like he stinks of it. Oh, do you not stand his voice now because i hate that everything's a falsetto now because i was like you used to sing i don't um, think i've ever actually listened to any rap like i think i avoided it um i think i think the universe was trying to save me from it <laughs> from, from Robin Thicke? I, just, I just never i don't think i ever really just like like sat down and typed in Robin Thicke. On well, don't. I, you're not missing you out, sir. Like, no. I think I talking did. about when he first came out, not what's His music is fine. It's, you know, it, it wants to be, 
I mean, listen, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not groundbreaking. It's, it's like if you had to grade it, like you pass with an average grade. You got a C plus. It, that's exactly like, right. I want to say C. He was nice. <laughs> because because it's like you want this is this is Maxwell this is D'Angelo this is yeah. you're, you're you're giving us flavor of you're not really you're you're giving it's us not D'Angelo like sticky light. like accents of yeah not. notes the notes right. of <laughs> it's not Lowry's oh, it's not Lowry's it's, it's sort of save a lot version of Lowry's not like it's like save a lot off brand it is though off because value on there yeah. Like I can it, honestly say none of his songs ever made me like, hmm, I do like two of his songs. Like, not I cannot name one song that he sings. Not one. I like the, like the poppy ones that were popular for mm-hmm. the fact that it was popular. Pop. You heard it every day. Well, it's stuck well, in your brain. Yeah. So it, it stuck to you. So. Yeah, you can turn yeah. your thinking off with that dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did him, and then we can segue even into Miley Cyrus. I can't, I can't get with the. Oh, I can't even name. I don't what know. is going on? I'm sorry, <sighs> it's surging in my. Miley house. Cyrus <laughs> makes me want to slip my wrist. <laughs> I. Oh. <laughs> I don't get Harsh. it. Lying. Remember that? Remember when Nicki like, Minaj? Remember when Nicki Minaj called her out like? Yes. Oh. Yeah, she was and like, she what's up, Miley? Stage. What's yeah, up? I actually use that clip in one of my drafts. Like, I have, like, a couple sets that I do. And, like, one of my numbers, like, that clip pops up, and I'm like, and now, back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me the other day in the press, Miley was good. I was like, God. <laughs> Although I will say this, I wasn't living for the moment like I could have, because I'm like, where is this energy from all those other Black rappers that was calling your ass out? And you was not doing all this shit uh, on stage at the beach. Because she couldn't take all that down. You know that. You know that. No, no. But, okay. So here's my question. Because, Chris, you're a rapper. And I just mentioned Eminem. How do you feel about Eminem? Eminem is problematic as fuck. I'm just like, why are you still saying faggot? Okay, like. But, okay, the thing is, though, is that. If you listen to like, if you listen to like one of my songs, Mm -hmm. like I, I listened to so much Eminem Mm -hmm. growing up because like I loved hip hop and I loved technical hip hop. Like I loved Notorious B.I.G. and like the way like East Coast, like, like 90s East Coast rap Mm -hmm. was more technical than West Coast shit. Agreed. Like there was more inward rhymes. There was more like, to me, like it was like it, there was something there was a different like ferocity about it. Like I even like though East I like West Coast shit, I love like Snoop and I love like NWA and I love like uh, you know and I still love people like Black Alicious, you know, and like Bay Area hip hop. But like back in the day, there was something that hit, you did, it just hit hard. Like Busta Rhymes just hit harder to me, you know. Like even like you go down to you know Virginia Beach, like Missy Elliott, like and Magoo, like Timbaland, all that shit just hit harder to me. Mm-hmm. And so listen, so getting into Eminem and hearing it and it being like kind of dark too. Um, and then it being like, there was something very technical. I think it was just like, it seemed really technical, uh, like his rhyme patterns and his syllabic patterns, mm-hmm. like, especially like her being him, for him being a mainstream rather for him being on MTV, it was just like really technical, like sounding to me at that time. And I think a lot of people like think that too, but then, you know, like, especially looking back now, like I stopped listening to Eminem after like, probably after high school, I think mm-hmm. like I liked the curtain call and like, mm-hmm. I liked some songs after Ooh, that, way but back. I really, yeah. yeah, like I liked, I liked <clears throat> the Eminem, I liked the first, I liked the infinite 
which was like the underground like mm. thing that kind of it was like the mixtape that got big. And then I liked the first uh, the Slim Shady LP, the Marshall Mathers LP, and then after that I just really couldn't I really couldn't get in it because I felt like it was just like you're it's like why are you is you know looking back especially it's like why are you it's hard to understand like I can't relate to you being like cisgendered straight white male and angry like what are you mad about you know like I think that was his mo after a while but so here's my other question have you gone like that was his little ammunition after a while because once he left and I guess and what he was saying he went and got help because he needed it remember because he he was having some psychological issues at some point and he disappeared for a little while to do that and I think when he came back he still used yeah. that as an ammunition <laughs> look at, yeah look at, so i i, I also want to play the violin but here's like the thing this. because i didn't know this until like <laughs> later on because i definitely listened to m2 have you listened to his old stuff i got really curious and started like digging yeah. around for his shit and then i found this song i can't remember the title i'm trying to look it up but it was along the lines of black girls are stupid and it sounds totally, about white he mocks Lauren Hill, like in this, in in like one of his old records. Like, like I remember, like I I listened to him back like, recently, like within the last year. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why did we like Eminem so much? And I like like listen back, and I'm like, all right, yeah, like I was I angry like 13 year old kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I, I, I just was I, like he was saying fuck a lot and like blah blah blah, yeah. and he was like one of the first like one of the first rappers that like was introduced to me you know what i mean that was just like but the and thing guess, is it's like it's so misogynistic like looking back it's so misogynistic it it's is like, and then i'm just but a lot like, of it is for shock value he wasn't right. do- he was a lot of that I, shit he wasn't saying and wasn't wasn't being honest about it because most right. of it was most of it was about artists that he respected most of it was like like him getting on stage with john it was like First of all, Elton John can suck my balls. But the thing is, like, you, the fact that you would say, I'm gonna come though, back to that. Art is art. And, you, you know, he should be able to make whatever he wants to make and be able to say what he wants to say without everybody getting up in arms about it. True. However, when you look at an artist and you look at their track record and you say, right. okay, this is who you are, this is it, this is it. It's not, it's not like Michael Jackson putting out Thriller and every single fucking song he put out after that was a horror song. He right. said, okay, that was what I did then. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on. I mean, he did go back and make Ghost, which but I mean. it was like... <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> those beats were hot, though. Like, burr, 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 burr. That's all I'm talking about. The, and beat. That, the, the beat is what matters. Yeah, the choreography is dumb. The choreography is stupid. That beat was sick, though. That <laughs> but, yeah, but it's like Eminem is a constant. Either he's complaining about his ex-wife I never got out of like I never understood why I don't know if he I feel like maybe he was actually more hurt than he let on because of the way he talked about his ex-wife so much or do you think it was just like one of those things that he used to sell a bunch of shit to complain about in our rap music he had three (laughs) things so he kept making songs about that shit over and over and over all we heard about was him else to rap about with his damn mom and his mom, so, that's so sick of that. To the point now where he he gonna make a, a song for the Venom soundtrack, and it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my oh, life. His new stuff is very confusing to me. I don't know what happened. 
Like, like, I think he's I, trying I to like, be Tech Nine so bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, too, is like, I love Tech Nine too. And the thing is, so it's like Eminem. Like, I mean, there's some shit that I've heard from him that I'm just like, like the syllabic patterns, just the his cadence, the way that he navigated the beat. I'm just like, wow, this is like really good. And I listen to like a lot of like underground, noisy, weird. Like, I listen to a mm-hmm. lot of different kinds of rap, and like, and to me, I'm just like, wow, that's like really, really cool. But then it's got to a point where I feel like he's like a caricature of himself right. now. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like he's trying to do he like he's, like he's trying to rap so hard that it's he like can't. not sounding on beat anymore. I'm just like, yo, like, cause like at first I was like, yo, are you like rapping? Like, are you changing your? I literally was thinking, I'm like, do you understand? Like, are you changing time signature? But you're staying on a four four, so you're like rapping in two different like polyrhythm so like for one bar you're rapping in like six eight and the next you're rapping in like five eight and i'm like thinking about this but i'm like exactly and then i'm like no but then about. i'm just like but then i'm like nope no you're not you're just trying to be you're just trying to, you're just trying way too hard i can't it's remember not which song it's not working it's one of the songs that you're you. talking about where he raps like that it reminded me so much of mumble rap where they're like off of every nothing is on yeah like, like nothing there's things you have to do for it to make it sound like technical huh? like there's way there's things you need to do to make it sound technical you know you can't just be like ah I mean, I feel like I am a mumble rapper. I listen to a lot of pop. I hate mumble rap. Oh, my God. And I feel like I when it. your favorite genre of music is pop, because I always call myself a poppy girl, you listen to a lot of trash by default. You just do. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, I've noticed Detroit rappers do that shit a lot. I'm like, are we going to find a beat? Are we gonna get on this shit? What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, I can't. I can't handle I it. I can't do it because my I'm soul hurts. Like thing, listening but. to it hurts my soul, my, my body, my being. Like I, I can't. feel like M never evolved. <laughs> it's like a waste of a beat to me. <laughs> but it's the you same wasted beat. that whole fucking beat. You're not even oh, trying to keep up to this shit. You wasted it. You could have let somebody else have that shit. Not you oh my god. Um, speaking of staying on beat, we're going to take a quick break so we can pause for a little tiny mid-roll. So we'll be right back. You said waste of a beat. Oh, my favorite thing today. It's so funny to me. <laughs> And we're back, y'all. We're back. Okay. Um, we're gonna change a little bit of gears and have Brandy go off with the question that she had. And I have one more that's really good. Well, well, I thought was really good, but Brandy, you go ahead. She thinks all her questions are good. I know. I do. (laughs) It's a Scorpio. Um, two questions. Have you guys ever hooked up with one of your fans? Ooh. (laughs) Damn D. Yes. You caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for that. One of them turned into my boyfriend for two years. Oh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. awesome. He followed like, me on I'm Instagram. Such a fan. I opened up for one of his like favorite rappers, and uh-huh. then he lived in Austin, which is like an hour away from me. And he right. then he followed me, um, and we were talking. And then I it was like a month before South by, and I was like, hey, I've got like a bunch of shows during South by, and he came and see me open up for Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys, mm-hmm. which Bushwick Bill was like super nice. I was just, and like, I don't know, I wasn't expecting him to be like, get the fuck out of here, faggot. But I also wasn't thinking like, damn, it feels good to be a gangster dude, to be like, what you're doing is cool. You know, Aww. like I, every time after, like after my set, I was just like, thank you for letting me be part of the show. I'm queer and I think it's important to like, you know, make myself visibly queer as a person, especially like playing, you know, rap shows. Thank you, right, right. you know, just like letting people know what's up. 
And he's like, that's what's up. Hip hop is about, you know, doing your own, saying your own fucking journey, blah, blah, blah. That's dope. And I was just like, thank you. Like, thanks, Bushwick Bill. But, that's um, really awesome. He's but high yeah, level that, homophobic, but yeah. I mean, like, he was super nice to me. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, like, he could have called me a faggot to my face and he chose to not to, so I guess whatever. <laughs> I think. But, uh, I mean. I think it's like we we all have dislikes, but we all can be cordial and like you know socially, right? Mature. Now, if you now, what do you appear on? One not of everybody. Of, Damien, shut up. One of my tracks? <laughs> what do you do? Rap with me? Maybe not. Probably Maybe not. not. Probably yeah. not. But Damien's thinking about all the things that he has gone through in his life, and that's why he's making that face. If you want to see Damien's face, check us out on YouTube. It's much funnier. Um, <laughs> or if you're one of the fans that Damien's hooked up with, tell us on YouTube. I know, oh, right? Damn. So, yeah, so Damien, have you hooked slow. up with anybody that's like your fan? Um, Groupies? With previous knowledge, no. Oh, oh, okay. It's usually, it usually sort of happens, like, they usually, like, okay, full disclosure, like, after, like, gotcha. after the fact, it's, like, full disclosure, like, I've been following you for blank years or whatever. And oh, wow. you know, they say whole like, Jedi mind trick on the nigga. That's messed up. They be like, <laughs> no, <laughs> ass. Listen, the thing is, is like, you can tell me that, like, I'm not going to sit here. I, I think the only person where that worked was my ex because gotcha. Jared actually, oops, sorry. Um, no last <laughs> names, no harm done, no last names. You're he good. doesn't care, he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but the, he was the only one where he was, before we even met, it mm. was very full, okay, we had been talking for a while or whatever, and then he was just like, okay, full disclosure, like, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, um, weird, but okay. And because uh, I think that's what they think. They think it's going to be weird if they just tell you, oh, I'm a fan, you know, and they also, expect. Also, I would like to date you. <laughs> like, well, not even just that, but that just the sexual angle? experience. That's true. Um, I, I, there, is, there is a, it's about 50-50 because <laughs> I'm, I got you. because I'm, I'm a card-carrying introvert. So the moment you come to me mm -hmm. with, I'm a fan and I want to suck your dick, it's like. <laughs> Dang, he, he, went, he went all in on that one. You gotta take that part. You gotta take that D, part, D, Please make sure that. you edit that in. <laughs> That's the part. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, your, That's your new intro now. Oh, um, no. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, that, part, that part of it is off-putting. It really is. It's, and I get a lot of that in, on my Twitter inbox and my Instagram and my Facebook, which is why I'm not on Facebook as much. But it's a lot of that. Like, it just, here's a random asshole for you. Right. I'm a fan yeah. of your music. And it's like, yeah. okay, I don't need to oh. see your lower intestine for you to tell me that you're That was my next question. Fan. Have you guys yeah. have to, like, not just fight off, per se, but, like, maybe tell fans or people who like may have like inboxed you repeatedly like hey man you yeah know, like chill it yeah. especially I, I mean I think anybody anyone can fetishize anything but like mm -hmm. being like being like tattooed and like Mexican mm -hmm. and like big mm -hmm. like oh my god like any place where it's just like especially if I go to like Portland a place like Portland or a place oh, like yeah. Austin I like immediately, it's just like, places. almost like, okay, yeah, That's very it. white places. It's I become like completely fetishized and it's like, uh, and then I'm like exotic. 
And I'm like, please. Oh, don't that play word. That. There it is. You know, there and it I'm is. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Hate like, that word. That's when the first yo, starts yelling. You're talking about white folk. I mean, I, listen, <laughs> listen. I'm talking about fans. If we're yes. talking about white folk. Well, not just like. No, just like fans, I guess. I have a. Okay. I mean, it's mostly been, the thing is, though, it's mostly been white fans that have done that to me. Gotcha. Okay. You know what Interesting. I mean? So it's just that they just, like, are very, like, hey, I was thinking about you, and it's, like, them, them you know, sending me a video of them jerking off. And I'm just wow. like, I'm like, you know, <laughs> oh, if we have gone there, if we have gone there before, then maybe. You know what I mean? Cool. Right, like, right, right. Like had something, but like. So this is like, like coming from people who like are random. you don't even really know because in life. Pe- because people think that I cl- I take my clothes off at my shows that I'm just right. like this crazy slut, and gotcha. I'm not. Like I'm like very like vanilla, and I'm like I like communication, and I like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's and then like if you like to sleep with, it's okay to sleep with a lot of people. It's okay to sleep with not a lot of people. It's okay to have kings. It's okay to not have kings it's okay every all all of it's good like your preference is fine but but people think that like i'm just like this hyper like sexual being and i'm just like nah like i just think it's important for us to be able to like love ourselves to love all these different oh my god i feel you chris and that's part of like every ounce of that that's what i'm part of it i you know i bring on stage but i'm also like you know taking off my clothes and screaming but like letting yourself like letting people know it's like it's okay to be big and it's okay to be beautiful it's okay to be brown you know and then you know so like but i think people can turn that into this like like oh this is tight this like this you know chris is this hypersexual you know person mm. and i'm just like nah i like to suck dick every once in a while you know <laughs> but like but i'm not like but that's just a part of me that's just like something. right that's just you know like so my sexuality it's... and sexualness does not you know like envelop my entire identity so you know it's just because it seems like the fans be doing way too goddamn much that um, is a lot because that's a lot. Have you guys ever been with other artists or people that are kind of in that industry? Is that worse or <laughs> he fell out? <laughs> oh, Damien, Damien got a story. I can he fell out. Where's he going? Well, listen, this particular story that made me fall out, I cannot tell. That's Let's fine. Just Let's do it. Let's we just, just we're going to do it minute. off camera. <laughs> On the recording? <laughs> he's well. He's he, he's a recording artist. Okay, so let's save it for after. People know who the fuck he is. Oh, okay. Let's we can't we'll do that then. Like, we can't put so him on blast like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we good. We good. Um, what about you? Not, to, not to say that he's gonna see this or whatever, but it's because yeah, I ain't scared him. Like there, I, I, I wouldn't want to put his business out like that. This is it's not my responsibility to put his business out there like that. I agree. But um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided, uh-huh. I have decided in my 40 years old uh-huh. <laughs> that I will no longer be dating other artists. Yeah. I will no longer be entertaining the idea of being with anybody that does the same thing I do. There's really? no fucking way. You saying yeah? You oh, totally. I disagree because every time... Because I get annoyed. I get annoyed with other What do you mean like, you get annoyed? I don't know. I don't get annoyed, but I get tired. Is know? it because I, you guys have like a back and forth of schedules not meeting or like? No, it's, it's because I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm, an, I'm like, 
hardcore. I mean, like I'm an I'm an extroverted introvert, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have like this weird relationship with like an audience. Like I can be in front of an audience, but I'm perf- and I'm performing. I get that, yeah. But I do not like having to like work my own merch table and like sell my own merch and talk to people. It's like it's a lot for me, and I have to like and I, I really want to just be home. Like mm-hmm. I spend I like the last like five years I've been like working in an office by myself or like being at my house and then like playing shows. And then, but I'm so exhausted. Like it takes a lot for me to have a conversation with like people that I don't know, but have a relationship with me through my music, which seems so fucking weird, you know? It's like- Yeah, cause I feel you, like, like y'all we, got to, like, we get you, to know you guys through your music yeah, and- which, cause like I've had to think of it the same way cause I've gone up to people that I've been stoked about. I mean like Relationship of Command was a really important record to me like in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, and then being like, okay, cool, thanks, you know, and I'm like, and people just want to like say hi, and I'm nice to people, but it's exhausting sometimes. So like my point is saying with with artists, I think it's like there's there's an energy level mm-hmm. and like I think sometimes I'm like it's too much for me. Like I need like gotcha. the last guy I dated, you know, he worked like in a uh he worked like uh what is it what am i trying to think of he like he like you know put stamps on boxes and like worked in a warehouse yeah okay gotcha. and uh like worked in a warehouse and like would come home and like watch jeopardy smoke weed drink whiskey and then he was and he was ahead he like he loved hip-hop like all kinds of Mm hip-hop and that's what he was into and he collect records and sometimes we'd go to shows and it was great because i'd be like you know Mm -hmm. going across the country like going on tour coming back playing shows and i come see him and then we would just hang out at his house and chill (laughs) you know and like and he just had his routine you know, and I was like, that was nice. It was like something like consistent. I think with other artists, it's like, there's just like this energy where, you know, it's just exhausting to me, you know? Like I need someone that I can, I can chill with. Like, I don't know. I don't know, that's just me. Maybe it's just a selfish thing. But to me, I've always found balance in that. I and like I'm friends, with, I'm friends with a lot, a lot of, I'm friends with a lot of artists and like mm-hmm. we can vibe off each other, but then I'm ready to go home, you know? Like I don't want to like <laughs> yeah. build a relationship with somebody that's creating as much art as I am, you know? I think, I think my issue is similar I, I I think I would prefer to have some a blue collar person to yeah. date at this juncture, or even white collar, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, someone I don't have to see every day. Um, but the <laughs> the, <laughs> the I think my issue with dating other artists is is the is the tug of war mm-hmm. that goes on between two artists in a interpersonal relationship. Mm-hmm. We both have to support each other equally oh, because if hard. we do not support each other equally. There is going to be friction. Now, mm-hmm. if I do, if I'm supporting you and I'm I'm doing all this stuff and I'm coming to every show and I'm coming to every art gallery opening and I'm coming to, I'm coming to all your things mm-hmm. and you come to a show, right? Of mine, then it's going to make me feel some type of way. Also, uh, yeah. <clears throat> also if we are if we let's say we are on two different we're two different types of artists. I'm a musician. You're a a visual artist you you make like flyers for other people and all this other stuff and events and shit like that yeah if we never come together and make something mm-hmm. something is wrong the That's true. the idea that two artists coming together and be, it being ideal because you both get to create all day mm-hmm. is a fallacy mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. we are on completely different wavelengths with our own shit Right. If that ever happens, if mm-hmm. it ever happens that we come together and create something, it's going to be quick and it's going to be over. It will never happen where we're going to create a whole, I, me, two, me living with another musician, we're not going to make an album together. 
And if right. we do, it's going to be, okay, well, I'll help you do this, but I'm not going to contribute this, this, mm -hmm. this, this. I was with this one guy. He was a singer. Mm -hmm. He never sang backgrounds for me. I was, he asked me to sing backgrounds for him and I did it four times when he, um, when he was, we both had studios in the house. Mm -hmm. He never recorded with me. He, wow. we never wrote the song together. And it's, it's, it became to the point where I felt like we were competing. But see, I was mm -hmm. never competing with him because he wasn't my competition. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when he identifies you as competition, when yeah. the other artist identifies you as their competition, there it will never work. You will never trust each other. You that's will true. never work together. That's and even in friendship. Ooh. Shit. Yeah. That's that's my issue with with dating in in other artists because that artistic brain is in constant flux. So mm -hmm. if I'm creating over here and you're creating over there, then yeah. unless we are creating something together, mm -hmm. what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, That's seriously, true. we've been together four or five, six years, and we have yet to record anything together. We have yeah, yet. You, That's pretty intense that he, you know he I mean? had you do background but he wouldn't even he do it He asked me, and right. I said yes, because I'm the supportive boyfriend before right. I'm the artist. Right, I right, think that's right. the thing people do not know how to separate. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm an artist, but if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm supportive boyfriend first. Yeah. So if you say, I need you to do this thing for me, I'm going to go out of my way to do this thing for you, especially if it has something to do with your art. But right. if I say, hey, can you do this thing for me? And you're like, Oh well, uh, then yeah, you're right. He definitely, he definitely saw you as competition. If he knowed you all the whole the whole time, just you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I was watching, so that's um, and I'm and I just interwoven like five relationships with artists. When in in all of those examples, I just interwove like five relationships, and they all sound the fucking same. <laughs> I will not do it anymore. It's like I was that. watching an old performance. Uh -huh. It was like an old Soul Train performance with Ike and Tina. Uh huh. And I remember Don Cornelius was like interviewing um, Tina, and then mm -hmm. he said something to um, Ike, and uh -huh. Ike was like, "I don't know what you're talking to me for. She's the one with all the money." I'm like, "Why is he being uh -huh. a hater?" But that goes right mm -hmm. along with what Damien, what Damien is saying. He saw her as competition, or saw her as, "Oh, she's getting all the attention," but. Maybe I'm helping out with the songs behind the scenes, but I don't get the light because I'm not, you know, head of the group Ooh. or whatever. Is that like, full circle? Is that, is that why JT hated so much on Britney as well? Listen, Possibly. I'm not. That's, that's <laughs> my theory. That's my theory right on Justin being a bitch. That is also you my just theory. Wanted her to do that. That was also my theory on Jay Z cheating on Beyonce. Because somebody was like, "Oh, how did she do?" First of all, anybody can get cheated on. Don't matter how you fucking. Look. Dude, people but cheated said, on fucking oh, Halle Berry. Let's yeah, go. Come matter. on. But I said, oh, Jay Z theory. Right. I said in my head, I'm thinking, it and this is laying a little bit of a foundation. I don't know, so Illuminati don't come creeping out my dough. You gotta call him the Natty Nat Nat. Right, they gonna get me. I just think, um, you know, Beyonce. Beyonce, it's like Beyonce and Jay Z, not Jay Z and Beyonce, and maybe you can be just the threesomes or whatever else they said you was doing with whoever else. I've heard different things. Um, because you know, this <laughs> this woman just became larger than life, and you're a bit in her shadow, even though you're a billionaire, Jay. Even though you're a legend in your own right, it's still Beyonce though. So, so I don't think some people can handle that. And I know Justin's ass couldn't handle it because I think to this day he's still salty because he was on. 
uh, Saturday Night Live, still making like kind of a crimey the river. Yeah. He has jokes. Still making jokes about it. Twenty-seven years. Oh. Like, what? Are you serious? And that girl's life has been tired. Not like yours. So. <laughs> you know what? I do have a question now that we're talking about the Natty Net Net. Have you, you um, guys, ever been to like a? I don't know, like an after party that involved like the Natty Nat Nat or just got, it got creepy. Cause we hear so many stories in the industry where like parties happen and there's some weird shit going on and you had to just like get the fuck out of there. Look at Damien already smiling. He's like, I don't think I can say this. I, I, I saw one of them. I went to a party in Hollywood. I saw something weird and I didn't know it was weird until years later when you guys were talking about it. God. What was it, old, D? Old, was older the, gay the, men with money. Older gay men with money, like it's weird sometimes. Like I've seen <laughs> shit, and I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, is that your is that your child? Is that your how old is that boy? See, that's what and I was old, saying. Getting that, you know, like, shit. like, damn. Look at Damien. Look at Damien. No. Is your nephew? Yo, like, okay. I really was curious because I, you know, I'd be digging around. Now, like, D, what did you say you saw when you were so up there? I didn't understand. At first, I thought it was cool. Right. Like, oh, that is cool, but you got something about the what, spirit eating or something like yeah, that. What's the spirit yeah, spirit eating stuff. Yeah. Yeah, spirit I didn't know cooking. that's what I was witnessing. Cooking. cooking. That's what it was. And I saw it. I was like, oh, this is cool. What was right it? Then. What were they doing? It was just a whole bunch of people, like late, like models, laid out naked, were, like, eating off of them. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. They were placemats, and I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool concept. And everything was decorated, and the lighting was cool. And I wasn't allowed to access that area, but you were able to witness other people, the upper echelon doing what they were doing. Yeah. I thought it was cool, but. And see, and then what Chris was saying reminds me yeah, of, sure. have you guys watched Will and Grace? I'm sorry, <laughs> like this is like the craziest sitcom, but you guys yeah. watch Will and Grace. Remember the the older gay guy who always had like his little helper who was like super oh. young and built? That's what it reminds yeah, yeah. me of. And I always like, I have seen some stuff, but I was just wondering all... since you guys are deeper in the industry, like. Yo. Like <laughs> Davey's just shaking his head. <laughs> so okay. Uh oh. Three artists. <laughs> mm -hmm. We all know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, don't say their names. Obviously. I can't. No. Please. Not going to. Right. Right. Okay. Want the the let's say the the artist the biggest artist mm -hmm. out of the group mm -hmm. was on tour. Mm -hmm. The smaller artist was opening for said bigger artist. Gotcha. The smaller artist was uh -huh. fucking the drummer. Oh. The drummer was the bigger artist's fuckboy. Oh. So the smaller artist, the drummer, and the bigger artist were all in the back fighting bits like what? Like, like, am I really seeing mm -hmm, uh, back like here before the show? It was no, no, no. This was after party. Oh, okay. But it was gotcha. like it was like. Did they just like find out and yeah 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 like, it, was, it was one of those shit. it was one of those oh you oh you oh you for real oh you it's like what yeah I know who you are what's up what's up what's up I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah I know who this is oh no I'm gonna have to ask because I can't put my <laughs> my finger on it right now but like seriously so like. What about like those like crazy stories we hear? Like I know Chris mentioned like you know the rich guys with people that are probably underage and not supposed to be there. Have you guys witnessed any other type of like 
I don't know, I don't want to just call it ritualistic, but things in that nature that yes. would make most people go, yeah, there are a lot of, I'm gonna tell you something, there are a lot of queer artists that are being funded right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good looking queer artists mm-hmm. um, or, or social, what we consider social, socially normal, uh, good looking uh, queer artists that are being funded mm-hmm. by older gentlemen um, for their company um, while they are being the artists that they are now a lot um, of these a lot of these people are talentless hacks but because huh? they wanted to be <laughs> artists <laughs> because they wanted to be even that for part of their little soul mm-hmm. there yeah and they and you know what and they get booked because daddy is paying for the bookings and the we see these, oh yeah we you see like. these artists and it's like you're at pride in atlanta how because mm. atlanta is one of these the hardest places to play when That's you are what a queer I heard. Artist. Yeah. they are hard on you down so there some of those guys and gals that are up there aren't exactly booked by the just the venue there's somebody no no a lot of them get paid in yeah a lot of them get paid in that's very interesting because if they get paid in the artists themselves wouldn't get paid by the venue correct or do they still it doesn't matter they're always getting paid honey oh (laughs) look at me learning things they have room and board they have free food yeah they can do whatever that part that's true so they don't really need anything they just need to show up have you two ever been like like um asked to be part of that look at chris laughing i knew chris was i knew chris was i've done it oh see that's the reason why i'm not successful in that industry because i'd be Daughter, daughter, bop of the century. I'll be every fucking Atlanta venue, just sucking ten dicks a day. It'd just be outrageous. Okay. Oh my god, D. Yeah, then I'll be have no, no fucks given. D, you better bring us with you. Sold you better bring out. us with you. Sold all the way out. Sold out. Shit. I don't give a fuck. No, I, I tried it, but um, the guy that I was with started to get it physical. Um. Gotcha. And I wasn't doing the right things, so I wouldn't. He would take me to his parties, and I wouldn't say the right things, or I would be incorrect. He would be. I would. He would think I would be like uh, uh, inappropriate with one of his friends by going over and saying hi, oh. and it, it became. Oh. oh no. Um, you know, I was young, but it, it became. You know, we would go back, mm-hmm. and he had he had some money, you know, mm-hmm. and I was living in New York at the time, and. Uh, uh, there were moments where he, we would, well, it was less of a fight and more of him beating the fuck out of me. That's and then, That's crazy. um, yeah. it turned into towards the end there, he was doing a lot of the drugs and I mean, all of the drugs. Ooh. Um, and he, it, at the end there, not to get too graphic and, and bring yeah. the party down, but it, uh, <clears throat> it turned into, I would have to perform for his friends at his at his penthouse like, and then they would rape they would gang rape me <gasps> it'd it be it, it's whoa it is Wait it is an minute. epidemic it's an epidemic it's something that is happening and nobody's saying anything because the ones that are going through it are have stockholm so they're like 
well, as long as I'm making the gigs, as long mm -hmm. as I'm as famous as I possibly can be mm. while being this queer artist, then that's what I'm going to have to do, you know? And uh, you can't save a person like that because mm -hmm. you can't say, hey, what's happening to you is not normal. Right. Um, because they don't see it as that. They see it as, I see dollar signs, I see fame. Way in to get he to takes care of me. And not all of them are violent. Not all of them are. Well, no, no, are, no. I understand that. But I mean, you know, like. <clears throat> but a lot of them are. A lot of them are controlling, especially mm -hmm. once they start pulling out thousands of dollars to fund you. So they expect you are their all property. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you ever so, see that when you're looking at something? Because that story you just shared with me, and I always try to remember to thank people, especially you two, for your transparency and being real yes. here. Because we joke and laugh all the time, but we here for the real shit too. So I yeah. really appreciate yes. the real shit. Um, I watched a movie on Netflix called The Favorite, where it was very similar to what you were talking about because these mm. girls wanted to be the best at the cello and this and that and go to this school and they're rich people funding it and they are being raped and everything else. And they're like, yeah, it's fucked up, but I can't play at this hall and this place, unless I go through this path and they didn't see anything else. So I think sometimes when people are in it, like you've been, or if you've seen something or experienced it too, Chris, do you ever mm. see that on a TV show or movie and be like, that's exactly what the fuck is going on? Cause they're doing it as entertainment, but that's real life. Is that the movie with the black girl and the white girl? Yeah, that was weird. I yeah, it was, uh, it was, I forgot what that's called. It's not called the favorite, it's called the perfection. Perfection. Called the perfection. Mm, yeah. that's, that's what it was. They're not, they're not pulling that shit from out of nowhere. They're getting no, like, no, it's real shit. shit. Real shit, you know what I mean? Mm. For them to actually even come up with the premise for a movie like that, you know? Yeah, because yeah, I was they, looking at it like, crazy. what the fuck? No, but they Hollywood it up, but it's it's very much, especially, in, cl especially in classical music. Yeah, that's, that's what threw me no, off about it. They chose that niche, and I was like, I believe it's a thing. it, though. I believe it's a thing. it. Yeah, I feel like it's a, especially like I think people don't realize like luckily like I've never I, I experienced abuse growing up I was you know molested and raped mm -hmm. and I've gone through like you know therapy for it and like you know I'm a recovered alcoholic and you know a, a lot of the trauma I've actually like gone back to therapy um, because I, I struggled with uh, trauma related depression and I wasn't like for years at a time I wouldn't clean my house or like I would let dishes like develop molds where I had to like throw it away. It was really mm -hmm. crazy and I had to like go get therapy for it. And now like I live in a clean apartment, it's mm -hmm. nice. And like, you know, it's just a lot better, you know, but like, um, but yeah, like when you see, like you can see people hurting, like you see like, especially like, especially in like bigger cities, like you don't really see it in like San Antonio or Austin, but like when I'm like out playing, if I'm out in New York, like, and usually I'll go to New York for a week at a time to go work and I'll play several shows in the area and then like, you know, record some music or like, you know, do shoot a music video or something mm -hmm. like last, like last time I was there. And like, you'll see people and you'll see people that you know from like Instagram or you've met kind of in the scene. And it's like, there is just like, you're like, there's like a, you can tell. And people are, and people work so hard for so long. Like people don't realize it's like, you sacrifice so much and you want to like get to that next level. And with art, it's like really with how much people know about your shit to be able to, which sucks because it's like, you know, like you can have really good stuff and like nobody know about it and it just be, and it just be good, mm -hmm. you know, but like the more people know about the stuff that you're making, the more that they can have an opinion on it and the more that it can be sold, you know? And so, and then, and the more that you can like, you know, and that's just how the shit works. 
And it's that, but that's how you have to navigate. It just is what it is. And that's what it takes to navigate. So when you're like giving this opportunity where it's like, yo, $2,000 can make my next video look really good. Right. You know, $3,000. Cause like an average, like for my level, what I have to pay for my level of PR is $2,000 a month, which is actually on the lower end. It is. To get, to get press, to get press releases sent out to like Rolling Stone and like Pitchfork and that shit. Like, like it's $2,000 a month. Like that's the minimum, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, whenever someone's like, yeah, here's, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like you don't think, you know, like, I mean, yeah, today I would think twice be like, what do you need? But if you didn't know, like here's 10 K to do a private show on my Island right yeah i mean no especially when you're younger since they seem to that's what i mean you know emotion i mean like i don't know what i would have done if i was i mean like i was just i mean i was in a blackout for like three or four years just Mm -hmm. bartending and like playing shows locally but like i can't imagine if i was like 21 like like trying to be like a rapper like or you know what i mean like fuck dude like so there are pitfalls in that too because the industry can smell when you're a, a product instead right. of the actual thing. There mm-hmm. are artists out here that are booked and they are hitting it and they are doing all the things, but nobody knows who the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like y- you have no respect in the industry because you don't write your own shit, you mm-hmm. don't produce your own shit, mm-hmm. you don't do anything but go in the studio and record this thing that somebody handed you because somebody paid for this for you. And we can smell it. We can see it. It's like, okay, well, yeah, you're nice, but and you're nice looking, but is that it? Because mm-hmm. that's yeah, not gonna that's not really staying power either. Yeah. So, so it's it's like the <clears throat> with us, we have mm-hmm. to go that extra length to make sure that we are taken seriously as musicians mm-hmm. in this industry, not and not and be seen past uh the LGBTQ plus community. We have to be seen past that in order right. to be taken seriously in the community, which is why Frank Ocean has done as well as he has. Right. Because he said, okay, I want you to see past that and look at me as a musician. Mm-hmm. Now, do I like Frank Ocean? No. But the I do respect him right. as a musician. You don't like nobody, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> not heard Damien say he loved an artist yet other than Prince so I don't know what to tell you Damien <laughs> that's cause they all his sons don't <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like to be fair it seemed like Prince didn't like anybody so. uh, that's true yeah, really, that's really. true he likes Janelle Monae and I like her too oh, and okay. I just started liking Esperanza Spalding she's grown on me but okay. the um the yeah but that, that's the thing it's like we have to say Yes, I'm queer. Yes, this is who I am. Yes, this is what my music represents. This is what my artistry represents. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I am a serious, well-groomed artist. Mm-hmm. I have done the work. I know mm-hmm. how to play multiple instruments. I write my own shit. I produce my own shit. I have a studio in my home. You can mm-hmm. come see. They don't believe you. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't believe you. They're like, oh, no. What? Like, who wrote this beat for you? Yeah, <laughs> who wrote your shit? You know? What? It's like who played guitar on this? Bitch, I did. Who wrote the banjo? Yeah. I, I did. Like yeah. who mixed this? Bitch, I learned how to mix this. <laughs> you know, like I'll send it off to get mastered. That's something different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, yeah, like people. You know, I'm about to. So I a label. You know, let kind of put, release one of my records mm-hmm. um, last year, uh, and now I'm doing like a full like on deal with them. 
for mm-hmm. this next album. Yay. And what's what I love about what I love about this they're called Big Four Inc. And uh, there's queer people on this label, but it's not a queer label. They you know they release music from artists that do all. It's usually like hip hop focused, mm-hmm. but it's like all different kinds of music. Like there's you know this girl out in Austria. Her name's Squaloscope. And uh, her project is called Squaloscope. And she does this, like, really ethereal, electronic stuff. And it's super dope. And she produces all her own music. And, like, what I love is that they see, like, I just want you to see me. Mm-hmm. Like, see me and see all of me. But, like, also realize that it's, like, I'm more than just, like, the sexual, you know? Like, they're, I love that they don't take it. They're like, oh, we're, this is our gay rapper. Right. You know what I mean? It's not that. <laughs> they're not gay it's friending like this, you? Yeah, it's like this is like <laughs> a rapper that we, you know, we like his content. We like what he's producing. And that's why I love, like, and that's why I'm, like, with them. Like, right. as, you know, especially, like, in the independent hip-hop world, it's like, you know, it's, I, it, you know, there's not a lot of places that are, like, you know, I don't want to get signed to a gay label. I wouldn't want to, I don't know if I'd want to do that. You know, maybe I, I do a totally single with them understand. or something, you know, but, like, I don't want to be, like, the... The, so like the, the like the shocker everybody had that when like uh they found out about like Lil Nas and stuff and why was that shocking to some people? I don't know. I, I guess was, because I think because he was a little black boy rapping. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Rapping being popular should not be gay. Right, and so. I think that was our our us culture mm-hmm. making it that way. That, was all so, that cupcake remix was dope though. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma take his dick, put it in my hole, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't hear that one. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, pretty it intense, but like, you know what I mean? I think I feel I feel you on that one because I feel like Check that it's it's something that they they use because I I've used this word before phrase before where Brandy and D is like the uh, rainbow capitalism where people capitalize on the fact that somebody is or a group is LGBTQ and that's where they run from and try to capitalize on that. And I feel like it's it's happening everywhere. Shit, I go into like Michael's, so Pride Month, Michael's has like their whole aisle of like gay pride stuff, which is great because it's like a double-edged sword, right? Like you get to get stuff you want, but also you're like, fuck, but you're doing it. The company is doing it for the wrong reason. Like, exactly. I just paid five dollars to, like, you know, fucking Halliburton for this rainbow mm-hmm. umbrella that I think is super cute on me. But, <laughs> right. but also, just like, fuck, you know? Yeah, like, because but you I, know. I see it across the board. I mean, even when you look at, like, like it's done within the black community with black music, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. They capitalize I was just about to say that. Capitalize on it when it comes to like now uh, everybody wants to be a reggaeton artist or be a social. Oh man, remember when reggaeton exactly. first came out and everybody and their mama swear, you know swear. Uh, everybody. Got, I blame Sean like Paul. Maluma oh and my god. All these other people and Sean Paul, they went and Maybe. they went there Maybe. and got the lightest nigga they could find to do I love reggaeton. Sean Paul, you got artists like Maluma and Bad Bunny. They're doing I'm, I'm still not mad with people who don't even. He's still making good. People music. don't even speak Spanish. And you actually like Sean Paul. You said you like Sean Paul. I do. Oh I, I, I do agree like with you, Paul. D. For real. I think I think he's he likes yeah, French no, phenomenon and Sean Paul. That's it. I think <laughs> I think the funny thing is that like it's to me, if a if a queer fronting mm-hmm. label wanted to sign me, I'd sign. Mm-hmm. Mainly because, especially if they have the proper funding, if everything is in line and it, and there are enough queer people on staff mm-hmm. for me to take it seriously as a queer label, then mm-hmm. absolutely. The it's, I think it's it's comparative, not completely comparative, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. but it's comparable it's comparable to motown mm -hmm. black artists were not getting paid before yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Motown said, we're going to take our black artists like, and we're going to get like BT, HBCU, all of that. That's yeah, right. I got you. We're going to get them paid and we're going to get them the things that they need. And then after that, they can spread their wings and do whatever. And a lot of them did. Stevie Wonder did. Diana Ross did. Marvin Gaye did. So it's like a lot of them just sort of said, okay, that's enough of that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over here and do this now. And I feel like it, it, using that as a launch pad isn't a problem. I think the problem becomes when the label that is queer facing mm -hmm. only says we're only going to market you to queer audiences you're that, only that's the part say, that's what i'm talking about yep yeah, yeah that's that's the issue because it's like okay we're only going to do new new now because i feel like or, that i felt like that when i i used to watch a lot of logo tv yeah um, for one, they had all the fashion shows on it too, so yeah, all naturally, and then a lot of really good like TV shows as well. I I swear I was like obsessed with the L word and all of that, but I was like, man, like because you know they have the music. What is it? New now next on there. New now next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, whenever they had those artists, I was like, wow. There there was a few that was probably catered to everybody, and then the rest I've never even heard of because they were yeah. not you know, in, in the forefront for that label, yeah. just like yeah. everybody else. And I think that's what right. I, that's what I mean. Like it's BH1 like Soul, like right. BH1 Soul was a, was like, okay, we're going to put all these underground R&B artists yeah. on this channel. I mean, but you got to pay an extra $50 a month for this channel. So it's, you know, it's a, who was the artist we were talking about, D and Brandy, when we were like, white people don't know, who, oh, it was Tank. We Tank. were like, hey, don't white people yeah, don't know who Tank is. <laughs> don't know who tank is don't know who tank is right it's a, like it's like Angie that is. but they they <laughs> show know. didn't market tank to be on they know Angie before they know tank you know they didn't market him to be on mtv they didn't market him to be on vh1 and so that's what happened i'm curious to know what everyone's sentiment is toward m-i-a mainly because i first discovered her on logo mm -hmm. that's when i found M.I.A. she had a m-i-a the rapper is like she a rapper? The, yeah, I was just I first saw her on Logo. But Sexodus is a better song. Oh, wow. I didn't know I she thought was, that was interesting. I didn't know she was LGBTQ. She's not. So I was... Oh. Amy, I need you to be my personal friend so I can just text you. <laughs> she may be a beat. It's possible that, she, that she's beat, but I just not maybe not be aware. Maybe yeah. she's not, and maybe they realize maybe they're thinking a lot of people like her so let's just put her on this channel too i think her producer is i think oh, mia yeah. is like lion babe where it's, it's not just her like uh, i'm saying like it's it's her it's producers and and other people i think mia's main producers and djs and shit i think they work weird that would make sense. but i, mm, I yeah. think she's I, I mean she's an ally as well she's a card carrying ally mm -hmm. um i don't know how allegiant she is but she's yeah <laughs> she's She's a card carrying like, ally, so it's like. Don't get me wrong. Like I love playing like the my favorite shows, like the queer shows that I played. Like I opened up for Crystal Waters once oh. at a random show. Like and that's during a straight stop by. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, and <laughs> like it, it was a gay ass. Party. That's a straight bitch. It was like me, Will Sheridan, <laughs> and not then not uh, Crystal Waters. Uh -huh. And I'm just like I'm gonna da da dee da. You know. And, uh, but it was a, it was a really amazing show. I got paid and like, you know, I made a ton of like new, you know, fans, like just from playing that. Cause especially mm -hmm. cause I'm local too. 
But I was just like, you know, but but I also I'm like I love just playing like a straight up. I love a I love being able to like queer space too, and like being myself in s- somewhere else that's just like not a mm-hmm. queer space, you know, and being able to just be me. Like that's so important because like yeah, as much as I appreciate queer spaces, it's like I am gay every single goddamn place that I go. Right. Thank you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like, not like just acknowledge me as a person and see me as equal as the rest of these other rappers that are on this bill. You know, and it's like, yeah, like maybe knows I'm gay, but also know that like I'm gonna spit some fire and you're gonna have a good time too, and that I'm worth just the amount, just the same amount. You know, like that's give me the my dream. guarantee. You know, that's but, the dream. Yeah, that's right, so but important. To, it's know? so important for the upcoming generation. So my oldest daughter is, uh, I'm not, she identifies as bi. So like watching her grow up and being able for them to like see you guys on the forefront like this and be everywhere and be yourself is like so important to me. Like, cause they need, the younger generation now especially needs more role models because I grew up yeah. with my dad being super Christian and I thought that being gay will have you in hell for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hell wide <laughs> open. Had, had me in hell. Had me thinking I was Have you in hell. And I'm talking yeah. to I'd the point okay like, and I didn't even know that my friends at the time were queer and I think they thought that because we were cool when I made jokes that were queer jokes that was like very derogatory at the time. I don't think they took it seriously because they thought that I knew that they were queer and they thought I was joking around with them. You know what I mean? Jokes were different. It was different back in the day. <laughs> right. It was different. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is like, I, but some of those jokes I would never say. No, now. not now. You know what Hell I mean? No. I would never, I would, I would never. Like it's, it's like our last week's Never. episode where we have reformed agents yeah, who don't say like, that anymore. I hear her. I hear her. <laughs> Never. But you know, like it's and, and that has to do with muncher. you know my upbringing, but and then having to like detach myself from all of that craziness because obviously certain religions are absolutely batshit crazy when it comes to stuff like this. But Christianity, just, say it. I, I, yeah, Christianity. Both. <laughs> Oh no, list everything. We're talking about the one that's the most powerful right now. And it's it's Christianity. Mostly. But I really do appreciate you guys going going there and you know, telling your stories like that too. Cause there's sometimes where I hear younger, like especially like the trans like like the young trans like Mm -hmm. community and like like sometimes I'm just like, y'all are real hostile, but then I'm just like, you know what though? Like we need to keep pushing forward. And first of all, one, I am not trans, who I do not know how, like, what that experience is. Right. So I got, I don't, I can't really speak on it. But then two, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not. I'm also not like straight. And like, so many people have like done so much work before us, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, and it needs. We need to keep pushing. But then also, then I'll be like, yo, like I've been gay for a long time, and like we've worked, we've come a long way like chill out like you don't have to get so angry but i'm like you know we still we still need to move forward you know people still need people are still you know especially like like black trans women you know like that's the highest percentage of Mm -hmm. you know the lgbt umbrella that are like still you know being murdered for being black trans women you know and so like yeah you know like there is there's more of a stigma yeah there's still lots lots and lots of work i don't think they have to calm down i think hostile is fine oh yeah just like black lives matter we not our grandmothers and grandparents you know what i'm saying Mm. so if we we need to shout it out then we need to shout it out because it's time for like fucking changes 
for real, all across, all aboard, all for all POCs, all Straight minorities, up. all of that. Heal the world. <laughs> Make it a better place for you and for me. Yeah. <laughs> human race. Oh my God. Disclaimer, disclaimer. We don't <laughs> Janet, do not come for the show, don't please. Come for no, us. You we, right, we love you. We don't have money. <laughs> like thirty bucks out of all of us. <laughs> if anybody wants to check out Chris's nipple, that was the moment. Go to YouTube. Or his mouth. Beautiful mouth. Oh my Oh yeah, Chris God. has not changed. Okay, yeah, but that was funny. the bomb. Speaking of Super Bowls, that was the most bomb Super Bowl. When Michael Jackson, they oh. shot out the one side, and then it went the other one and shot out the other side. It was, you know, it was great. Michael Jackson. Wasn't the same Michael Jackson, but still, it was like Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh my God! On that beautiful notes and wrapped up <laughs> for the entire human race. Um, <laughs> For yeah. the entire human race. Oh, oh my race. god. We have, we have to wrap this up. I wish I could go on forever, which means y'all have to come back again so we can have this crazy uh, oh. conversation. Come on, Damien. You, you love us. You love us, Damien. Why did y'all both say that at the same time? You love us. <laughs> <laughs> We're nasty. We're <laughs> Just saying. No, for real. Because um, I know Brandy had given us, she, she did this pre-work of all the topics we kind of wanted to get into and I really want to get into like the we need to do a what the fuck episode coming up soon maybe in the next few weeks we and haven't done one in a minute industry so might be fun oh the I'm into doing a what the fuck episode I like your what the fuck episode uh, oh you do wonder who can. we get a lot of views on that one too the conspiracy one what the fuck do. Yeah, it's like kind of like grind my gears. Like, yo, what the fuck? Why grinds is, why my is gears. Lemon have no juice grinds in my it? gear. You know, it didn't take much thought process. I was just like, mm, WTF. The kids <laughs> That's literally what our episodes are for kids that one. So I think we should That's do shit. one more because when Chris said send his stuff out for the master mastering, that just reminded me of master copies and what they do behind the scenes in certain high level Hollywood. Yo, I heard some situations. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But y'all gotta wait for that. Y'all gotta listen yeah, to that. Yeah, you gotta wait for that. Damien already knows what's up. I, I love how Damien always like holds back his knowledge in his mouth. He like, oh, he, like rocks back and he just holds on to it. I've been around oh, for a while. I uh, know. See, so he's never <laughs> gonna tell us how many years over forty he is. I feel like he always says forty blank, and I don't. <laughs> I don't know why he won't tell us. You look good. I don't crack, so he's like sixty-seven. <laughs> what did you say? He's really sixty-seven. He's a black don't crack, so he's like sixty-seven. Right. <laughs> I'm like eighty-five. If you'll never know. Yeah. Right. Oh my like, god. Yeah. Be no, like. I haven't been here in 900 years. <laughs> it was like way past human, which is possible because Damien like, knows wait. a lot of occult shit too. And uh, I wouldn't put it past I him. In the blood of virgins. Like, I don't know if we, <laughs> we cut off the fucking like wine. disappears you into red smoke or something. <laughs> you, thought. you thought this was wine. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we've been having a seance. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, no, no, wait. Like, his camera moves a little bit, and it's like a girl hanging upside down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, keep going, CJ. No, no, no. no. 
I can't. Uh oh, Chris. You gotta tap her forehead. You gotta tap her forehead. Just doing this. No, no. You don't scare people. You know people get scared easily. You know people get scared easily. Anyway. If you befriend the darkness. What did I say in that comment, Brady? If you befriend the darkness, you'll just be granted infinite cosmic power. Oh my, oh my god, that's what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> well, damn. Okay. okay. Just befriend the darkness, they'll leave you alone. Chris is a Libra or a Scorpio. What are you? I'm I'm a Libra. Okay. That makes mm. so much sense. I'm I just I'm just friends with everybody. Jesus. What did I tell you? Remember Damien one time and I was just like, I told him like I want to have a threesome between Jesus and the devil. And he just looked at me like I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, it'd be hot. Wow, Ooh. that's pretty intense and Ooh. intense. <laughs> Look at D. Look at D. D's <laughs> residual Christianity is hurting like, him right now. <laughs> anyway, now that we've wrapped this up three times. Jesus um, is okay. 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 Um, if you have enjoyed our podcast thus far, make sure to I can't even think right now, subscribe to your favorite platform um <laughs> to listen to us. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe as well. Hit that bell oh, yeah. button to get your notifications. Yeah, our episodes are out every Thursday at noon central. And if you're into low, 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 low brow. Uh, current event news with us check us out on mondays at 9 a.m central as well uh, um on that note i guess we out hopefully they'll come back you guys thank you okay, for coming D. back you come oh, out everybody's just again, okay. <laughs> what's happening but come back damien don't don't you be like that you gonna come back too damien chair in the background <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, y'all. Stay woke, stay blessed, stay logical, and stay safe. Look at Chris tearing it up. Look at me tearing it up. (laughs) Bye, guys. Peppa (laughs) LaBeja.